0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Growing Up is Overrated podcast. My name is T, and I'm here with my friend and co host, Jen. Life has a lot of ups and downs, and as we grow older, we have started to realize we can't always be happy about everything. There's a spectrum of emotions we almost experience and process other than just positivity. Today we explore what toxic positivity is and how we face it in our daily lives. Now, into the podcast. Hey Jen, how's it going?
1: Oh, it's it's going. Another week. <laughs> Another I feel like dollar? I'm a YouTuber. Another week <laughs> in my life has passed by. <laughs> Day in my life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what i eat in a week oh geez <laughs> outfit what's in of my the bag day. <laughs> oh my god i can't remember the last time i saw a what's in my bag outfit or like video <laughs> uh, i
1: never found them very amusing because i don't carry a purse
0: <laughs> oh i i well okay this is a total tangent but i always loved watching um like suitcase packing mm. videos because i used to travel a lot to see my boyfriend so um I'd always be like, what do people, how do people pack the best bag? Like, I was the person who'd, like, pack a week in advance or, like, two weeks in advance. And then, like, repack and unpack and, like, keep just, I don't know. I, I don't know why I did that. It was really neurotic.
1: <laughs> anyway, see, I'm the total opposite in that I pack very last minute. That's <laughs> just who I see, am. See, now,
0: yeah. Well, after I was a um, a house sitter for so long, like a dog sitter, I got really sick of packing. So... Now I'll do it, like, the day before, but, um, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway,
2: that's a little bit of (laughs) a
1: for what we were going to talk about today. But, so, we're going to be talking about toxic positivity. Yes.
0: Mostly, can can I be honest here?
1: Yeah. I mean, that is, this is our podcast, you can be as honest as you
0: want. Fair, fair (laughs) enough. So, so, um... Really, we wanted to make this podcast because we really wanted to talk about Inside Out. Um, (laughs) But it's also just a really great opportunity to talk about something that I think affects a lot of people, especially now. Um, And we are not untouched by this. Um, And so we... What started as a love for a great piece of cinema is also a great and relevant conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so. Um,
1: so I think we should start with the definition. So our definition of toxic positivity that we found was the constant, constant positivity being used as a form of avoidance and not a valid solution to your problems. Yeah. A.K.A. constant pressure to be happy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or appear happy.
1: Mhm. Just this idea that like being sad is always a bad thing and it never yeah. it's never a good idea to be sad, which or is just upset. not Yeah, which is just not a good outlook on life. <laughs> it's not
0: healthy. Right. Yeah, it um I I personally think it's linked to a lot of stigma that's around mental health. Um but I don't have readings i've actually done to support that but that's just kind of my my theory so take it with a grain of salt but um yeah i don't know it's it's just really interesting because i think the first time i really noticed it was um i started to see a pattern in friends who
2: um i was just like dang they're always so happy but i there was always like this kind of sense that I had that they weren't
0: even though they seemed so bubbly right Mm -hmm. Um, and I did kind of even notice it in myself because I considered myself a very bubbly little girl Um, but I always had this like heavy feeling in my my heart of just like something sad like I could be in a room full of people and I love people and just feel completely alone (laughs) you know and I I think that that relates a lot to this because it's like, everyone just expects you to be especially as an extroverted person like a really bubbly and always, you know setting the mood of a room and it's really, it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. Mm hmm So I mean, I don't know where I was going with that but but (laughs) the main thing is just like, it's just there's just a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves um for various reasons but especially just like that outward appearance in the form of how well we are doing um emotionally
2: Mm -hmm.
1: because we don't we don't ever want people to know that we're having a tough time that um we put up we put up a front and We tell ourselves like, oh, I don't want to be sad. I'm going to ignore that sad feeling and I'm just going to be happy and ignore whatever is making me sad. And that just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, And as we mentioned at the top, like I we both really love Inside Out um, as as a movie. And if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's so good. It's about a girl who's struggling with a move across the country from her home and she's upset about moving away. But she has this internal turmoil with her emotions who are personified. Um, joy, anger, uh, fear, disgust, and sadness. Mm-hmm. And the five of them are all trying to get Riley emotionally through this journey. And Joy is a character. And she like runs Riley's head, which is the name of the girl. And she often dismisses the other emotions when they have feelings, especially sadness. In favor of keeping Riley, quote unquote, happy. And yeah. over the course of the film, you see how this doesn't work for her. And the end of the film is a catharsis moment where both Joy and Riley realize that being sad can cause growth and, and connection. A, and connection and deep emotional feelings. And it's it's good, it's a good thing to be sad sometimes yeah and it's, it's just a beautiful movie. and you should go it really see is. it.
0: <laughs> you the way you just de- described it at the end there reminded me of, um a course that I took um about human relationships. And so the way that our um our emotions work to form attachment bonds with people is um you're most likely to actually form a a strong connection with somebody if you go through something difficult um Mm -hmm. so like if if you have a friend and you see them crying and you come up to them and you let them talk it out and you let them know that you're there for them um and that you understand as much as possible (laughs) um like by feeling like you're on their side and like their emotions are valid and all of that you're actually forming um I believe it's oxytocin bonds um and and serotonin um Mm -hmm. instead of um just dopamine which is what you would have if you're having fun so you know playing ball with somebody might be kind of a special memory but but like But, like, being bullied and then having somebody come up to you and be like, that's not all right and be on your side and, you know, comforting you and and standing up for you is going to stick a lot better as far as your form of attachment to the person.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And I totally believe that because my, like, my emotional bonds with friends, I can have friends who I just have fun with, but the ones who have gone through gone through stuff with me that's what I really remember
0: yeah yeah like if you want to be a really good friend like it's not I mean we've talked about this in our friends episode before right like that there's different friends for different needs (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so you know usually your best friend is going to be somebody who yes you can have fun with them but they're there for you in so in thick and thin um thick or thin and mm-hmm. um you know like they're they're there no matter what um versus maybe you know somebody who like is at work or whatever and you just go pick up you like you go get drinks or something every once in a while um they're different mm-hmm. purposes in your relationships but like the ones that are that are deeper tend to have more meaning obviously you know
1: exactly and like just dealing with positivity it i feel like there's a recent movement that is surrounding the idea that being positive can fix all your problems yeah and that <laughs> you
0: what <laughs> i just i just looked down at my laptop and i have two stickers i have one that says radiate positivity and the other one says no bad vibes <laughs> <laughs> that's the example of the stuff that i'm talking about <laughs> i know that's why i started laughing i just i literally just put those on my computer like the other week because they came in a package and i was like are oh, cute they're like tie-dye <laughs> oh god anyway yes there is a but movement
1: thank you for, for that perfect Thank you for being the perfect <laughs> subject for me to talk about this right now. Because this idea that no bad vibes, you know, like, there are going to be bad vibes in yep. life. And just telling yourself, oh, no, I can't have any bad vibes is not is not a healthy way to approach um, no. emotional well-being. And I'm not saying that, like, trying to be, trying to be happy is a bad thing. <laughs> I don't want I mean, to be like, you should be no. sad. All the time. That's not what I mean. I just mean that you should acknowledge what you're feeling and not mm-hmm. try to cover it up by be by forcing yourself to feel a different way. Yeah. Cause all that ends up doing is burying down the emotion that you're trying to express. And yeah. it just comes up
2: later.
0: <laughs> yeah, or it can it can turn into something more extreme. Um mm-hmm which you just don't want to go that far down the line. Like it's much better to learn healthy, emotional coping skills earlier in life. Um, But that's obviously not the case for 99.99999% of us. Um, I don't, I don't really know anybody who has appropriate um, ways of dealing with their emotions uh, out of childhood. Well like, no
1: because one of the things that inside out does so well is expressing that how children often approach emotional issues and that is that they try to be happy and they don't have the well, emotional like um they don't have the emotional depth
2: that right yeah, yeah adults yeah,
1: yeah. do No.
0: Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't saying I don't understand Ch- children children need a lot more help working through their emotions. That's why you see them throwing temper tantrum. Um, That's why they need so much patience, is because they have... um, They need you with somebody who hopefully has more stable coping mechanisms to help them see the reality in a situation when things go berserk. (laughs) You know? So, yeah, it's not... It's not easy for them, but as they get older, I think the thing about um Riley in Inside Out is she's about twelve years old, I think mhm um, which means she's like at the start of puberty, and so there's even more kind of um stuff starting, but she she's not really completely in into puberty yet, like she's still very childlike.
1: They make a joke about that at the end of the movie actually. No. <laughs> yeah, there's like this puberty button that appears on the console and they're like, What is oh! this? <laughs>
0: that's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> that's funny. I forgot about that. Um Yeah, so like it makes sense that there there's some, you know, new emotions coming up for her and and more sadness and her friends becoming a really core part of her life. Like, that is um that's challenging for a kid of that age, because you're she she's very attached to her family, but she's at an age where she's about to start looking more at her peers as a stronger sense of influence on her, mm-hmm. and she had all of her peers ripped away from her essentially by moving at that time,
2: yeah, um so I mean, yeah, it makes sense that when you're upset, you, you think, wow, I really hate feeling this way. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. But I feel like I personally cannot feel truly
0: happy until I've cried a lot of the time. Or, um, I'll feel completely happy one, like, one day, and then I'll be like, All of a sudden, just something, just one little pebble tips the scale. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm crying and very upset. And then I feel happy again.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. Once you said,
0: at least comforted,
1: you know, what? Mm -hmm. Once you said, this one pebble can tip the scale, all I could think of was that quote from Mulan, because now I'm thinking about kids' movies. This one grain (laughs) of rice can tip the scale. I haven't watched that movie in so long <laughs> oh my gosh we need to have a Disney night why haven't we done that yet um, but that I totally feel you with the like one small thing can ruin your entire day um, but also one small thing can bring up your whole day it yes. really depends on how how you're feeling at the moment but being I forgot where I was going with this save me <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> you're thinking about kids movies i was but it doesn't matter um like you have to feel low i know where i was going you have to feel <laughs> low to feel high
0: yes yes if yes,
1: you yes. are high all the time and not on drugs we're not talking about that <laughs> um, if you are high all the time then you are never going to understand what that really feels like you yeah. have to
2: swing the other way to get the yeah. joy out of it
0: yeah, yeah. Like you think about um the person who has everything on a on a surface level, right? Like they they experience very little trauma. Um, they have very happy childhoods, um, and then all of a sudden they they see they meet somebody who doesn't grow up like them, who grows up with less than them, who has experienced trauma. And it opens up this whole new world to them to realize how good they have it when they maybe before were like, oh, I didn't get the newest toy or I didn't get the newest this or something. I mean, this is a very superficial example, but mm-hmm. like I, it's um, it's just interesting to, to see how in contrast, even other people's experiences can of emotions and of life can help open up your experience of what you have to be grateful for and um just kind of give you another reference point to really gauge what your
2: how appropriate your emotions are to a different event you know Mm mm-hmm (laughs) yeah like no no I I agree I'm just like
1: I don't know where my brain is right now it's just going all over the place but um (laughs) like I don't know if you've ever been in this situation but nothing frustrates me more than when I am feeling down about something and then I go talk to somebody about it and then their response is like oh you just need to cheer up Mm. like how is that helpful no to anybody (laughs) Thank you for pointing out that I don't feel good and I'm not and I'm not being the perfection of to society right now. Thank yeah. you so much.
0: <laughs> Did you know that the the term "pull yourself up by the bootstraps" actually makes no sense?
1: Well, I I never really given it much thought to be honest.
0: <laughs> it's because your bootstraps were not made for you to pull up your own bootstraps. Like technically, like a bootstrap is made for somebody to help you. (laughs) So, like, I think, like, the the toxic positivity movement has really given... It kind of coincides with the individualistic idea that we have in American and Western society where you don't need anybody else. All you need is you. You need to make sure that you're happy, take care of yourself, um... Or it can also go into another way of everybody else uh, everybody else's needs are way more important than mine, and you see that a lot with uh, medical people, especially nurses, um, where they burn out because they're so busy taking care of their their friends, their family, their patients. um they don't take care of themselves, and they end up by ignoring all of their you know red flags that their body is telling them hey you need a break or you need to you know maybe you need to go to physical therapy because you have lower back pain or something like that like they're so good at taking care of others but they're not great at taking care of themselves because it's just way more important to seem happy and um
1: and you be know. there for their patients
0: yeah i really um, admire
1: is, nurses as people they're yes, like it's, very strong people
0: it's very admirable but i also you know if you have a nurse in your life if you know somebody who's a nurse, like give them some love schedule them <laughs> a, a massage appointment post covid <laughs> you know like get them get them some self-care because um they, they need you to help them with that likely. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Or just and they anybody won't tell you. who you know struggles with this. Yeah, they're not going to tell you. They're not going to ask for it most of the time. So um, I think just more more people kind of need to wake up and really observe what's normal for people in their lives. Um, but that's a side tangent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is, but it's fine. <laughs>
0: We're not very focused today. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, but- I I, I had my first work of week, work of week, week of work this week. <laughs> and so my brain's pretty fried. I've been like falling asleep before 10 o'clock. <laughs> so I apologize.
1: Yeah. And mm. I also had a very rough week at work in which I stayed late multiple nights. So I, and we're both pretty tired. Um, Fun. <laughs> but I mean, in terms of toxic positivity, like if we're going to talk about this, we should talk about toxic positivity in the workplace. <laughs> Because yeah. it is never not okay to not be happy at work. <laughs> I don't know if I, I mean, said that right. It is never okay to not be okay at work.
0: There you go. Yeah, I don't think you said it right the first time. <laughs> nope. <I'll try> <laughs> you again. added an extra negative. Um, you know, I think that depends on where you're working. Because I, most of my jobs have been, and my new one is in a t- with a team of mostly women.
2: Um, we have one male on our team. And, uh, everybody is just so
0: open about how, like, if you say, how are you doing? They'll go, oh, you know, um, not great. I just had to, you know, uh, be, I had to be at the hospital morning or I had to, uh, you know, I have to refinance my house or something like they're really honest <laughs> about like, <laughs> you know, what's going on in their lives. And I think that that's really great but I've also been at jobs where it's like oh yeah I'm fine how are you (laughs) and I just I don't know I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm not gonna sugarcoat things if I'm not doing great I want my team member to know because then they can understand where I'm coming from instead of just being pissed at me for not picking up my slack if I'm having a bad day you know
1: yeah I I work in a more traditional office environment um i work in technology so my team is mostly men and um they just don't get it in the same way um right (laughs) um they're nice people like when i came to them and was like i'm a mess i need like i need some help like they did Mm -hmm. help me but they didn't really understand why i was feeling that way they Mm -hmm. didn't try to understand the why they just implemented something to try to fix the problem, which is, I guess, is better than them doing nothing. But I was looking for a little yeah. bit more emotional support. But, you know, right. um, it's it's fine. Um, but I do feel like there is this pressure in my work environment specifically to be happy. Um, like we do these end of week checklists that mm-hmm. we send to our managers. And in theory, I really like this idea because one of the questions is, how are you feeling? Just straight up, how are you feeling? One through ten, oh. how are you feeling? Um, <laughs> and, overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. <laughs> you know, I did put that my first couple of weeks, um, but mm-hmm. I, I I put about a seven, but one time I put a four, and my manager immediately wrote back and was like, why a four? <laughs> why do you feel like a four? And Wait, so is I a four ha- bad or... or- Four is bad because like okay. it's a scale of one to ten. So he's like, why do you feel like a four? Yeah. Um And so I told him honestly why I felt like I was at a four. But I felt like he was, it was more of him asking like, why aren't you feeling great? <laughs> you know, more of an accusatory tone rather than a, oh, I'm concerned about you. How are you?
0: <laughs> you
2: know? I mean, it could just be a tone thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't really know anybody who who would be like, oh, why are you, uh, why are
0: you not happy?
2: <laughs> like, you I haven't, haven't met my boss.
0: boss. <laughs> he's not a real person. I I don't believe he's a real person. <laughs> oh, he's a
1: real person. Um, no. he also when I when I approached him and said I have anxiety, he asked why.
2: <laughs> he asked why,
1: um, but that's beside the point. Um, uh, so like there there are some workplaces that are like toxic and don't really want to know why you're feeling a certain way and they just want you to be good and they don't really care all that much. And that's just something you kind of have to accept and realize that you're not going to get emotional support from all places in your life. Maybe you're not going to get it at work. You have to get it from other places.
0: Maybe try, try to find another job that will, will give you (laughs) that need if you need it really bad. (laughs) I couldn't. I I couldn't work in an an environment like you. I personally could never, um, because I am just a big old softy. I
1: (laughs) well, I have friends. My friends are helping me get helping me. That's true. um, The main point is just that sometimes you may not get emotional support from all aspects of your life, and maybe you get some people who are toxically positive maybe you get some toxic positivity from people at work and that's okay you just have to learn to deal with it and get emotional support from other parts of your life and this can go from other things too like if you have a friend who you know is just going to tell you to cheer up when you tell them about a problem
0: don't go to them go to
1: somebody else
0: (laughs) yeah talk to somebody else that's not that's not their reason for being in your life it's not for them like there's a reason there's like, not to toot my own horn, but people like me who are going to be your your counselor friend. Like, toot, 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 toot. <laughs> um, you know, but, like, that's, there's a, everybody has a purpose, like, a social purpose that they, like, fill in in other people's lives. Um, because it's, like, naturally, it's an innate part of their personality. And... You know, so there's going to be people who are mom, mom friends who are more attuned to how you're feeling, why are you feeling that way? Let me validate your feelings, that kind of thing. And then there's gonna be people who are like, Oh, um, do you want me to bring you some chicken nuggets? I don't know what to say, I'm uncomfortable with this. <laughs> like,
1: you I've know. had people say that to me. I've had people be like, Do you want me to bring you food?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have I have a friend in always goes, do you want a hug and some chicken nuggies? And I'm like, well, yeah. (laughs) I do. (laughs) But, um, and some chalky milk, please. Um, you know,
2: there's times to be a baby. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's really, it's really important,
0: yeah, like you said, to, to recognize that if you're not getting if you're knocking on a door and you're not getting what you need from that door, go to another door. <laughs> <laughs> there are tons of other doors. There are so now, many doors. <laughs> now I'm now I'm thinking of Monsters Inc. Anyway, um <laughs>
1: <laughs> this, is, this is just the animated kids movie episode. <laughs> like Inside Out, Mulan, Monsters Inc. What else can we bring into this conversation? <laughs>
0: uh yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. It's it's really tough. Um to be in a workplace where where you're not it's not okay for you to be you like the like it, it when it's a more traditional space, and um, you know, if you are comfortable with staying in that work environment um and getting your emotional cookies from somewhere else, then great. But also, I want everyone to recognize that if you're not if you like hate your, your day to day life because you absolutely dread going into work every day. It's okay for you to consider other options and you are not a failure just because something doesn't work out, whether that be a relationship, a job, any opportunity. Uh, Mm -hmm. There are, there's always something else that, you know, will work out and that is maybe not going to be in the timeline that you thought but it is important to recognize that you know your your experience right now is just that your experience right now it's not forever and that's okay
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and i do want to add on that it may not necessarily be that the job isn't right it might be that some aspect of the job isn't right and it's Mm. okay to reach out to your manager or to HR and talk about the thing that is not working for you. That's what I did. And my job is now significantly better than it was in my first couple of weeks because I went, I wrote an email to my manager and I was like, I can't keep doing it this way. I have to do it a different way. And he was like, Mm -hmm. okay, let's try to figure out what that way could be. So like, don't be afraid to speak up and say this aspect isn't working. The worst thing that they can tell you is no, and then you can leave.
0: (laughs) And then you know, yeah, like it it definitely, yeah, I, yeah, that that's a good point. It is, it is better to, or it's a good idea to try to resolve the issue within first. And if then it doesn't change and the answer is no, then you can start to look at other um, options. But I mean, that's what I did, um, my last job. I started off and I was like, wow, this is so cool. I'm helping all these kids. I'm helping this school district, blah, blah, blah. And it just ended up becoming something that was not what I signed up for. um, And was very much, I, I felt like a glorified babysitter. And that's not what I wanted to do. And so my boyfriend encouraged me. He said, you... You know, you have a degree, you can be more than a glorified babysitter. Um, You know, I'll support you and we will figure this out. You know, and that was a very lucky thing that I had to have such a supportive partner um, to be able to just leave my job. (laughs) But it, it ended up giving me a job where even though I've only been there for one week, I really feel that this is somewhere that I could see myself for quite a long time because I really put in a lot of work in a year of really searching for what I do and don't want out of a job. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's a little job tangent. um,
1: It is, but it it does connect back to this idea of people trying to be positive all the time. And that isn't, and that it pops up in not just your social life; right. it can pop up in your work life too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 touches every human, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. The only <laughs> the only people I think that that maybe are like just kind of whatever about it are people who are always pessimistic, and they're just like, yeah, all these people who are. <laughs> <laughs> who, are, who are always positive, like, whatever, but they're not, I don't know. I don't know, because I'm not that kind of person, but, um, like, I'm more I of thought a- I was.
1: I tried to be that person in high school. Didn't work.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I've definitely had moments where my depression was really bad, um, where I was a little bit jaded like that, but I come off a little bit more snarky when I'm like that, um,
2: and- I don't know. I I just find no place in No,
0: that's not true. Often I I try to feel like there is no place for being that pessimistic, but I tend to be a person who's like lofty and and dream oriented and then tries to ground those dreams so that I can kind of like have a moment as a kite, if you will. I don't know why I'm... I have a big weird analogy today. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, I... I end up being more of an optimist. But I bring that down to being realism. Whereas I think that you are also a, realis- a realist. But you tend to be more on the skeptical side.
1: Yes, I'm a skeptical realist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a skeptical realist and I'm an optimist. Optimistic realist, Um, (laughs) but I don't know. I think I think that's like kind of the importance of having people people who are your friends who are different than you, um, and and really acknowledging those differences. Just like Joy had to recognize the differences between her between her and sadness. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Echo, echo, (laughs) echo. So I think that just about. Wraps up that conversation. So, T, what is making you happy this week?
0: Well, besides a really great first week at work, uh, today I got a new video game, and it's super adorable. Um, It's called Cozy Grove, and it's just a very aesthetic game that is... People have been describing it as a mixture between Animal Crossing and Spiritfarer. Hmm. Uh, Um... I've never played Spiritfarer, but I like the art style, so I decided to pick it up because it was on sale for a dollar off, which isn't that much, but it's fine. It's pretty <laughs> cheap. It's like less than 15 bucks, so... Um,
1: yeah, I'm tempted to I'd try really it out. It, it looks really cute.
0: Yeah. What about you?
1: Well, drumroll please. I got my vaccine today. Earlier this afternoon.
2: Yay! Yay!
1: so I got the single shot one I'm feeling good so far and I'm just relieved that I have it and it's over (laughs) and I can and I can just move on start moving on with my life I don't know what that means yet but I can start pushing forward towards something and that this is probably the best and it's caused me to do a bit of reflection just to think Hmm. about like Where I've come in a year, Mm -hmm. you know, a year ago today, I was playing Animal Crossing in my room, like, pretty scared, if I'm being honest with myself, and just, just very, it was not a happy, happy time in my life. And now I'm like, you know, I have a job, it's not the best job, but I have a job in my field, I have new friends, I have this podcast that I never thought I would have. Um, just so many things and and I've got the vaccine and the world is looking up and I'm just feeling yeah. very good about the world today.
0: Yeah, that, so. that seems to be like a common theme because like, uh, we had a closeout conversation um, at work on Friday and it was very much so like, like we were talking about how do how does everyone feel about COVID right now? And people were like, we're getting vaccinated and it feels like things are moving. Um, but with that, everyone has to also remember keep wearing your masks, uh, keep social distancing um, until, you know, the officials say it is safe to move out of that because um, just because people are getting vaccinated does not mean that we are exempt. So make sure you're following your your protocols. Absolutely. PSA.
1: so thanks for listening to this week's episode you can find new episodes every other tuesday wherever you get your podcasts if you want to follow us on twitter and instagram we can be found at at guio.pod please subscribe and leave us a review it really helps us out we hope you'll continue to listen to us talk about our lives and hopefully learn something about yourself too and remember growing up is overrated